Welcome to a Cigar Hustlers podcast, episode 71. This week, Mike and I sit down and talk to Mr. William Cooper, the cigar coop himself. So sit back, get ready, and light the cigar. Here comes the show. Welcome to episode 71 of a Cigar Hustlers podcast. Just ad lib. Hi. Ad lib from it. Hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> hey, let's look over there. Hi, Mike. No, hi, I'm Mike. You're supposed to hi, say I'm your Mike. name. Hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> and my co host. Go, just go introduce the guest. Mike, too. <laughs> just introduce the guest. <laughs> we have a, uh, oh, I snorted a little. We have a very uh, a special guest. The one and only. Uh, Legendary. C- Cigar Coop is in the house. Ooh. Hey, guys. Thank you guys for having me on here. Dude. This is an oh, honor. Please, here. thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. Um, this might be our biggest guest. Uh, yeah, no, ja- no, Jack was on. <laughs> <laughs> well, not physically, but right, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So, what brings you to Florida, bro? Uh, I was down here for the Drew State Barn Smoker, mm. um, but I combined it with a little bit of a family vacation, um, and it turns out that we rented a house uh, literally two minutes away from here. So when oh, I yeah, so when I googled cigar shops. Uh, Cigar Hustle came up, and I was, for some reason, I thought you guys were out by Daytona Beach. Right. So, but it was Deltona. It was Deltona. Right. So I'm like, wow. So this is great. And then Mike pings me. He says, hey, you, you in town? I said, yeah, but I had to go out to Orlando for the barn smoke. I'll be back uh, after yeah, the weekend. Yeah, I, I saw you had checked into DeBerry. Yeah. I, I came yeah. to DeBerry. I went to Orlando. I stayed out in Orlando uh, with my partner, Bear, and then we I came back here for the family part. Very cool. Yep. So you do like um, you're just to kind of give you a, like a shameless plug. I'm sure that everybody who listens to our podcast or anything has heard of you, but uh, you have a couple of different things going on as far as in the cigar industry, right? Yeah. Um, go ahead. So obviously, there's the written piece cigar coupe that was started in 2010. Right. Um, that's the news and reviews. It's daily. It's been daily every day since July 3rd, 2012. Which is insane. Which is which is probably gonna come to an end too. Oh uh, I'll be honest with you. That will probably come to an end very soon. Because uh, it is getting tougher, and I think we've proved what we wanted to do, which right. is we're going to be around. Uh, and then uh, in 2017, I started my own series of podcasts uh, called Primetime. So it is Primetime, which is a weekly Thursday show, and Primetime Special Edition, which is like our news magazine-y type of show, uh, which is Select Tuesdays. Right. Okay. Um, I've, the last video that I think I watched of yours was when Skip went on. Right. When the, he... the January uh, Cigar of the Year one. Yeah, when that motherfucker brought props. Oh my goodness! When he when he he rated us, he rated us. Right. He yeah. came in to rate us with that, which is pretty fantastic. Yeah, and he had me higher. I I didn't expect to. He had me rated to two. I figured I was gonna be three or four. So I was like, okay, I was a little higher than I want. Yeah, two, you yeah. know what's funny is uh, Saka did. I think just today he did a question of you know what do you guys think of cigar reviews, um, sites and stuff like that, and which one's your favorite? And dude, Coop's been mentioned. A fuck ton of times. I, I you know? heard a couple people say you're getting some love on, and I was honored um, to say that. Um, so that was really nice. Yeah, pe- pe- that's very kind of people anytime they take the time to do that. How long have you been in the industry? Uh, 2010. Okay, so. I came in around 2010, yeah, with Coop. What uh, the fuck made you get into the industry? Um, you know, I was smoking cigars, and, and like anything, I when I 
get into something I like, I just dive right into it. Mm -hmm. um, originally, I was doing some work for a retailer on a business development end, helping him like build out the humidor, and, and I ended up going to IPCPR to do his buying for him. Right. One thing led to another, and eventually I started writing about the cigar stuff, and that's how Cigar Coop was born. Okay. So it kind of happened as something afterwards. I really didn't continue the business development work. I have a day job on top of that, so the media piece just I was amazed how it took off, and I thought at the time there was a need to kind of change up media a bit, uh, get it a little more accurate, um, get it a little more reliable. I think there was a lot of misinformation out there. So that's kind of where the whole rumor-free, teaser-free thing started. Right. So then uh, you just, I don't know if we talked about this on the on area, but you were recently gravitating to a thing called Zoom, which I did see you play with on Facebook. Yes. Uh, so that's like an interface, or how does that work? It's like live? Sure. So what, what it is is... Um, let me. I'll take a step back. Okay. Before uh, I started the primetime shows, I was with another podcast called Stogie Geeks, and we, we had a very elaborate setup with that. Right. We had a studio. We had a production crew. It was great, but it was expensive to run it. Right. Not, and, I mean, not state-of-the-art of the, like this establishment. <laughs> no, I mean, this, oh, yeah. is, ba this right. is not bad. I know. But I'm sweating like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so how but no, here, is it just me? <laughs> no. Yeah, you're, you're just dying. Yeah. No, but it, it, it was a great setup. But part of the reason why I left is it wasn't. it was just too expensive to to run that, right? right? So when I found my own podcast, I basically said, all right, I got to find a way to bring the cost down on this thing. Right. Um, and I got to find a way where I don't need to have a production crew. And so we formed, we, we started using like a Google Hangouts platform for right. it. It works. We got it done. There's a little bit of reliability issues, and it's very limited in terms of getting over to the Facebook platform, which is what everyone wants. Mm -hmm. So Zoom is this new streaming service that um, provided a platform where, one, I could uh, bring that over to Facebook, do it at a lower cost, and do it where I don't need to have a whole technical crew with it. So we're, we're literally in the process of that transition right now. There's a few kinks we're ironing out, but I think by June we should be totally over on Zoom right now. Okay. Uh, I recommend it. I do recommend it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to pick your brain on some Sure. No, I'm happy, happy to do it, yeah. That. Or if you're looking for a new sidekick, you know, I'm always looking to move <laughs> up. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, you can, you can take him. I mean, as long as, if you pay him a dollar, you'd be paying him <laughs> more than uh, I made here. A dollar yeah. more than what I know it's the same with Aaron and Bear. Yeah, they're, they're my two sidekicks, and they don't they don't make they don't make anything either. So uh, we, right. we, 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 oh, evidently sidekicks they, a bad position go, to hey, be don't in. Worry, the I don't make shit either. So congratulations. <laughs> right, right. Um, what, so this can't be your only source of income, right? No, I have a uh, I have a we day. We just went through that nobody makes anything. <laughs> right. so, I do have a day job. Um, segue into that. Yeah. <laughs> Since, you, know, you don't fucking make. Any you don't money. make any yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, I sell uh, technology products for a uh, large software company. Yeah. Um, and I I've been with this company for a year. I was with another company that had three very popular letters that. Um, I'm no longer with. Right. Just say. Ah, okay. Uh, but um, yeah, that is my day job. It's and uh, it's nothing to do with cigars. Nothing. No, but they all know I smoke cigars. But right. I mean, actually, it was funny when I applied for this job. I had on my resume some of my radio experience, and I didn't hide it. So they, you know, it's it was out in the open. It's on my LinkedIn page. So there's no surprises. Everyone knows what I do. No shit. Yeah. And you almost died recently too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did yeah. You? Um, you know when when you get to um, I turned fifty. Uh -huh. And things change when you're 50. You don't. Uh -huh. You're not like when you're. Trust 20. me, I'm sweating here. I'm 51. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm 51 now too. Crap, um, I don't know what's going on. You know. So what last happened night is I had the chills and the aches. I thought I was dying last night. <laughs> I took this new. I took that new job, and I have some Europe responsibilities in Europe. And I I got to go over to Europe. I went over to England, and I was feeling really run down. Right. Mm -hmm. I um, 
I came back home and I said, well, maybe I just need the rest. Right. right? All right, I'm 50. I can't kick around England. Um, and But I was scheduled to take a few days off to go down to the Lozona Palooza event. Mm-hmm. I go down to Lozona Palooza, right? And I'm wiped out. And I'm in Jack, I mean, I'm in Hector's office. I sit in his chair and I fall asleep. Literally no in his shit. chair, like talking to Hector. So the pictures start going, they all make fun of me, right? <laughs> right. Before they realize that you're actually dying. Right, right. right. So, all right, maybe I'm, maybe I, I Shh, pushed it. asleep in the chair. <laughs> so maybe I pushed it, right? I go back home, um, and then like a week or two later, I develop a fever. So I said, all right, take some Tylenol, knock the fever up. That to- that was fe- it's not knocking the f- uh, it out. It's not going away. Um, eventually, Thanksgiving comes. I'm in, by that time, I'm, I'm in bed. My wife's like, you got to get to the ER room. She's like, this, this is not normal. I go to the ER room. They run every test but one, uh, which is a blood culture. The blood culture, the only, they ran it, but I wouldn't have that result that day. Mm-hmm. They send me home, and they said, we'll wait for the blood culture to come back. The blood culture comes back positive, indicating a blood infection. Oh, shit. Oh. So... Um, <laughs> That I, they say, hey, Mr. Cooper, we got to get you some antibiotics like right away. I said, well, here's my pharmacy number. They're like, no, you're, you're like checking into the hospital. No shit. Yeah. Jeez. So um, I check in the hospital. The next thing I find out is that the bacteria that I have almost always leads to a heart infection. Uh-oh. Oh, so now they have to check my heart. Well, knock on wood, they said, you're very lucky. Your heart wasn't infected. However... This almost always leads to a heart infection, so we're going to treat this like you have the heart infection, which is a 30-day regimen of antibiotics, which are, like, brutal. So that knocked me down for about 30 days after that. No shit. Yeah. So they said I was very lucky um, that because if that blood condition continues, it leads to something called septic shock, and that's like your body starts to shut down after that. So, like I said, if your body's giving you signs you're sick, don't don't take any chances. Do, do they know how you got it? Did you pick up something in England or they Europe think, where you were? They think what happened is you have like good and bad bacteria in your uh-huh. body. Some of the good bacteria mutated the bad bacteria. Mm-hmm. In most uh-huh. cases, your body fights it off. Something caused it not to in this case. It could have been a harder schedule. Um, it so happened I, in Hector's office. It happened in Hector's in, office. In the zone. Uh, yeah. Be. I'm dying. He's making fun of me in Hector's office, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, he probably so, injected you. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I've taken a much more controlled pace. This podcast. <laughs> if we try to kill him here in the office. And it's, I didn't smoke for about 45 days on top of that. No week. shit. Oh, so the industry took a shot, too. Well, it's funny. I'm, 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 yeah, it, like, I'm doing, like, cigar coop stuff in the hospital room, actually, right? <laughs> right. And, oh, and, I like, and like, you know, you can't go out and smoke. I'm like, I really don't want to smoke. I'm like, I'm not feeling good. Right. This is kind of therapeutic, what I was doing. Right. Like a yeah. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. So you almost died. You almost died. Um, you guys are stuck with me now, at least for now. Hey, that's good. Yeah. You know, um, how the fuck do you get all your info? Because like, I mean, it's either you or Half Wheel. As yeah. far as you know, like you it's a race. Most times it's a race to see where. Yeah. Because well, when I see the story, I'm like, okay, who? Oh, it's so usually Cooper, like it's half wheel. who gets it first. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and and look, they have a much larger team. They're very good at what they do. Yeah. Um. So they use a little more, what I would say is like a TMZ, and that's not a derogatory thing I'm saying. No, that makes they, sense. They use that, a I'd TMZ thing where they will work the phones 24-7. Uh, they have four guys who can certainly do that, and they do it with, and they'll get information. Uh, that's how TMZ built what they do. Right. Um, I don't have the resources. I have a day job. I can't certainly do that. Right. So I rely on relationships, and right. I try to build strategically the relationships and hope that I can get the information that way. Oh, so they call you type of thing. It's... They call me, uh, but the idea is when you build a relationship, and I can't get, it's like, it's amazing because it's small and you can't, I tell people at the show, it's the show's a pain in the neck because 
for, last year was the first time I had two people at the show like, right, doing right. this. So it, it grew much bigger than I can ever anticipate. Right. I mean, the ground that you have to cover yeah. by CPR is nearly impossible. But the, the, the funny part is when we say, well, you didn't cover us. I'm like, well, did you call us? No. They said, well, Charlie called us. I'm like, yeah, but we just don't have the resources to do it. Right. Um, so... It's what that doesn't bo- that doesn't bother me as much as when the story is given out to a big print publication, right? And then we're given what's called an embargo, where it's, we're blocked from it for a two sometimes up to two weeks. With wow. the, com- the company won't like if you try to call up the company, well, we can't talk about it yet. We made a you know we we, we made some deals, and that's because and that's the stuff that's really hurting us right now. So like, there's shit that you can't talk about. Not there's stuff like if it's an aficionado and we want we have two choices we can print what aficionado wrote but we can't use the photos right or we can wait two weeks. Why the wow. fuck would anybody do that? Be, they have that's that's the that's they have well, a big some hold kind of on deal us. they have with aficionado. Yeah, yeah. Oh. you know you and I should you say let me, let me this is what I've been told from certain companies we have to wait two weeks. All the companies have been flexible. If they give me a 24-hour window, I'm okay with that, you know, because, again, we're a smaller operation. Right. Right. And I find that, again, people with the news, or a few people may be sitting there with a refresh key, but there aren't as many. But, I mean, media is media. Like me- Media is media, yeah. The, the only other publication I've seen that has that type of power is People Magazine with right. entertainment stories. They're, they're the same way. Right. Yeah. Well, with, with cigars, Aficionado is the, you know, the big guy. Look, they do a good product, so, but they yeah. they but they can't print every day like a half wheel on myself. So they're feeling right. some pressure right now. And oh, I'm sure they are. And they're they're leveraging their strength right now. Right. I mean, that's usually what happens when you become too big. Right. And you can't move as fast as the little guys. Yeah. You, you can't right. put yeah. pressure on the yeah. smaller. Like it, it, I mean, it happens in retail. Yeah. Right. Well, look at Snob comes out every two months. Time their stuff comes out. It's old. It's old news. Right. right. And they're gonna so they're gonna rely on more feature, human interest, right. those types of things. Right. Um, aficionado, even when they get a story, like they have a website, they won't. They'll sometimes sit on it for a week or two. Wow. All right. So that now I have two random off the wall fucking questions. Uh-huh. Um, who would win in a knife fight, you or Charlie Minato? <laughs> oh, Charlie Minato. Fuck no. There's no. no I don't think so. Dude, I, I don't think so. Dude, I'm not. <laughs> you're older with much more. I'm not. I feel like you're surrendering on that one because you know there's a mic in front of you. But I feel like you could take him. I don't know about that. <laughs> I was, I was, I, I didn't win many fights as a kid. <laughs> I think who would be the dirty fighter? Yeah, Throw sand know, in his face yeah, and then stab him. You know, yeah. right. Charlie's still tying his hair up, and you yeah. know, he gets yeah. uh-huh. We love Charlie, so I can. I feel like I have a right to bash as far as breaking his. Yeah, he okay. listen to that one show. To look, look what he's done. What he's done is amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah he really has. Dude, I mean, the guy's on top of his shit, yeah. right? So, like, if I do a post. Uh, you know, he'll, hey, what the hell is that? Like, if it's something new that right. he hasn't seen or anything like that, I'm like, holy shit, Charlie, I'm not prepared to answer these what, fucking Once questions. a day, you should do just something, just something random. <laughs> well, that's that's the part, like, there are some companies that will spill the beans, like, right away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why did you put that out there? Like, well, we waited for someone to call. So I'm like, yeah, but again, <laughs> we're, we're not sitting here all day, you know? Right. So, like, the HR story yesterday, I think you broke it first. I, the two, the I, two. I broke it first, um, but I think we all got the press release at the same time, so I don't think it was. So that too, was a press release thing. That was a press like, release thing, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, I had no idea that one was coming with, well, with Tom I was, I was detached. What was I? Uh, I didn't see anything uh, Spence hired two people. Oh, yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah. 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 The, the guy from Cornelius and Anthony yeah. and then the 
the the lady to be the social media. You saw everyone on his Facebook page. Yeah, <laughs> right. you can afford people. I saw. Yeah. That. Like we can't fucking afford people. I know exactly. You know, it was It's not like a jab to him. Like no. what the fuck? You yeah. have all the employees up there forced to make uh, posts. You now. know. Yeah. We're training them, Michael. Oh, training. Yeah. Yes. Did you make coupon admin for the page too? As long yeah, as he was right, right. <laughs> um, So, and my other kind of off the wall question is, what is like the one thing that you are totally afraid of? Like, what's your biggest fear? Besides dying, I guess. Um, Besides almost uh, dying to come <laughs> Right. Um, the fear I have is basically the ability to not be able to still provide for my family. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, Certainly, I went through you know a job change. I wish cigars could support the level I I, I have, but you know they don't. So yeah, you don't know, worry, uh, don't we all? it's uh, it's my sales job. It's a, it's still a rough market out there, is what I'll say. So right. we have a lot of pressure with that. Yeah. How many kids? Yeah. I have four. Four. Yeah, they're wow. all eighteen and over. Do you not have electricity at your house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, it, well, the youngest is eighteen, so okay. Uh, so yeah. so I mean, you're over the hump. I'm over the know? hump, which yeah. is good. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, obviously, I want to leave something behind for them, which is good. Uh, I was hoping you'd say like clowns or some shit because I really wanted to get like a clown and IPCPR. Oh, afraid oh, of clowns! I am afraid of clowns. You know, they <laughs> they freak me out. The clown. Okay, good. There used to be this pizza place I grew up in Staten Island called Pizza Clown, and it was creepy. You go in it, there was like <laughs> pizza I, clown. I, I I don't want the pizza from that place. The and the then they changed the name to Pizza Town, and it still had the creepy feeling of the clown afterwards. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Cooking it back, spinning yeah. the pizza, melted yeah. wax makeup <laughs> coming on his. Pizza. Pizza. Um, now, I know that you do talk about Lazona a lot, and uh, you obviously like Espinosa. Um, well, their brand almost as, died there. It's kind of a whole. Yeah, and, and, is and that Hector where you want to die eventually? Hector did try and kill you. He, he um, did try to kill me, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, he didn't care if I died, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's just a little different. Yeah. What do you think your favorite cigar brand is? Yeah, yeah that's always the question I get. Um, is it really? Yeah, because, you know. I do smoke a lot across the board right now. So right. You're like a fucking encyclopedia. For, <laughs> yeah. no, he, the Postani. I tell you that Postani, that Postani SBC 18 was fantastic. I smoked just, awesome. yeah, that was as good a barber pole as I've ever had. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm working with the right guys. Yeah. But I mean, aside from that shit, you I, know what I mean? I, I really gravitate a lot to the Aroa stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've always, the old Camacho stuff now, the CLE and the Jerry stuff, I, I've just always liked that. You're just super, you're old school, man. Um, I'm old school, yeah. Um, I smoke a lot of Davidoff. I smoke, obviously, a lot of Lazona. Um, so, but I do try to sp- spread the love, so to speak. Right. You know, one thing is, you don't want to. You make friends in this industry, but you don't want to be a, too much of a fanboy either. Right. right so you yeah. always have to keep that balance there. You don't want to get stuck. Yeah, but I mean, the Aurora stuff I've probably smoked since the very beginning. You know, going back 14, 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah. You want to ask the questions? How far along are we? Uh, eighteen. That's pretty good. All right. We make it yeah. easy. We I get, mean, the poor guys in town like on this vacation. This is. This is. Uh, I said hey. I'm here as long as you guys need me. Make it a six-hour fucking coup. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say you guys have the. We could go four hours if you want. <laughs> we'll just sit back and watch TV. We'll just yeah. videotape and watch the yeah. TV. Okay, we have five questions we ask everybody that sits down with us. Absolutely. All right. You're familiar with the questions? I've heard them, yeah. Oh, okay. but, but, yeah, right. I got to remember. I'm trying to process what they're, but I've heard okay. them. Okay. Yeah. What one person, living or dead, would you like to share a cigar with? Um, definitely, um, I would have loved to have a cigar with Tip O'Neill. Really? Yeah. Hmm. 
What made you pick him? Uh, because he was the guy who always, um, supposedly him and Reagan always sat down over a cigar to get something done. No so shit. I was glad oh, really? Did, wow. uh, yeah. So I, or, and Reagan, both of them at the same time. But yeah, I would say Tip O'Neill would be the guy. Huh. Okay. You know, cool. he's old. Uh, we haven't heard that one. Yeah. Oh, that, I kind of like to do that. I sit down with Ronald Reagan, Tip yeah, O'Neill. Yeah. Honorary, uh, I guess, honorable mention, George Papard. Who the hell is that? Oh, 18. guy from the A team. Always had a cigar. Always had a cigar in the show. The Colonel. He, always. Yeah, but he, he, in, uh, in real life, he always. Wa- yeah. 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 That was his name, right? Call him the Colonel. Hannibal. 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 He, but he, but even like outside of the show, he smoked cigars all the time. He had a private label done for him. Oh, oh wow. shit! Yeah. And I guess he died. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm a little disconnected from eight. I so mean, like, 18, well, I, was so like, that's a pretty, I was like, that's a, that's a, I was like two. When uh, I was like 16 when 18 came out. <laughs> oh, that's that's like one of my favorite shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. T. Yeah, I hum the uh, yeah. theme song in the car yeah. when I'm driving fast. Dun, 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 dun. You know, that doesn't you're not sweating No, now. the sweat stopped, I know. Really, my stroke went away. Yeah. You probably have a bacterial infection. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I probably got it from Coop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little his genetic right. deformed right. good uh, stuff. All right. Uh, what's your, well, we did favorite cigar. Well, what is your favorite cigar? We did brand, but what is your absolute favorite cigar? Uh, my absolute favorite cigar I've smoked is definitely the Avo Limited Edition 2010. No shit. Yeah. That cigar, I very, bought more of that specific. cigar. I bought every, every time there was a box available, I bought it. Can you still find them? Very very hard. Yeah. Um. They have the sampler sets. You can get some of them in there, and, and they're just as good. But uh, yeah. But that's about it. They're, that's a commitment. Uh, yeah. You got to buy like ten additional cigars. Yeah. I'm assuming. Well, and I I don't mind. I bought several of those samplers too. Right. Uh, but I have about four years ago, someone had about six or seven boxes up in Rhode Island, and I said, send them to me. I'm like, no shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite mm-hmm. retailer? Um, well, I'll say that <laughs> there's a store called The Cigar Shop in um, North Carolina. Right. My son worked for them for a while. Okay. Uh, it's owned by a guy named Todd Johnson, who's a state senator. Okay. In North Carolina. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I would. there's a little bit of a family connection there. Um, and then there's another store in, in North Carolina called Tailored Smoke. That's like a downtown okay. cigar bar. Yeah. Uh, so they've been very good to me as well. Uh, there's Craig Cass, a tinderbox. So, you know, right. yeah. There's a, like there's a whole little click there. There's a whole click. I mean, and you, you can't like, in Charlotte. It's a very different market. People are very store loyal. Right. So they don't cross over from store to store. I'm a little bit of the anomaly in that you know I know a lot of people in town. So you know you, you kind of have to spread the love. You float a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and now Cigar Hustler. Yeah, I got Cigar Hustler well, there. I mean, hey, you know, it's, your, it's like your second time here. But, you know, oh, very impressed. Oh, he's been very, in town for four days. Wow, I've been very impressed with it. Yeah. Thanks. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, really, yeah. Great store. We try. Yeah, you know. that humidor is excellent. I mean, it's hard, obviously, as, as any retailer knows, but, yeah. like, you know, trying to keep a, yeah. an even balance and not yeah. committing to product yep. and stuff like that. But but thank you. Um, yeah. Which, like, is there a particular lounge that you like? You say, hey, you know, like, if I'm in town or if there's a particular area. Like, I know that if I go to specific spots in the U.S., I'm like, man, I really got to get to this lounge. Right? Yeah. Um, especially traveling. I've, I've hit a lot of them. Like, Casa de Monte Cristo in Chicago is one. Right. Um, Smoking in Boynton Beach is, is another one that I've hit. Uh, Aromas in Jacksonville is, an, is one I've spent a lot of time in. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, E1 Reese in Chicago is another great one. It's a, it's a lounge that's in uh, the Loop District right next to the overhead trains. So, yeah, I usually try to hit some of these more iconic ones, too. And I can just kick back there as well. How often do you travel? Uh Quite a bit, actually. Especially by my older job, I, I traveled. Uh, you know, I did a lot of travel nationwide. You know, once or twice a week. No shit. Now a little less now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
But I have to. I mean, I've had to take the podcast on the road. I did one from Sweden and one from England this year, uh, in the last year. No shit. Oh, international. Yeah. yeah. And I, I assume we're, we're big in Sweden. We've got two listeners. Yeah. This yeah. Oh. Oh. By the way, um, somebody reached out to me. Shit. I'm not. I'm not prepared for that. But um, our one guy in Romania. No shit. I. I mean, we have one. Can... We have one new listener in Iran. Let me see. I, I have a Jordan. Jordan is like. I yeah. Got, we yeah. got Jordan too. Jordan. Yeah. But I have a large number of people from Jordan listening. We had. The, they jumped on early on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the guy's name is It's Kazaza on. Uh, and forgive me if I'm fucking that up on Instagram, but he says, "Hey, uh, I'm your Wisconsin listener." <laughs> oh, the yeah. one guy, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, nice. So I told him thanks for listening. So there's a little, you know, little plug for oh, you. Oh, there's that one Wisconsin guy. Yeah. Right. So what else you got? Next question. I'm all thrown off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because I was thinking of something else. I know you just fucked me up completely. Uh, what one fictitious person would you like to share a cigar with? Well, they kind of answered Hannibal. Well, yeah, I guess Hannibal Park. would be one. Um, Fictitious person. That's an interesting one. Fred Flintstone. Oh. Somebody else mentioned you see, Fred, Fred Flintstone, did, he, he smokes, he, he does smoke cigars. Yeah, yeah they've yelling. shown him smoke cigars. Yeah. They turned that off? Yeah, they, years ago, he, they used to do commercials, I think, with him smoking. Yeah. He didn't do it very much. But, but yeah. yeah. He'd pull a little uh, yeah, fire-breathing dragon out of his pocket to light yeah. his cigar with. They, or they'd give him the exploding cigar and it would blow up on him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's it, Fred Flintstone. Yeah, I'm that's a Fred. A, uh, Fred's I think he had a lighter where yeah. he flicked it and flint and wood yeah. went together or something. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, let's see, with the favorite cigar, we did... Uh, best best, piece, best of piece of advice anyone ever gave you. You ever seen a movie The Godfather? Yes. Never heard of it. Uh, I'm not familiar. Okay. <laughs> of course. Okay. One, so, two, or three. So <laughs> the thing in The Godfather is uh, Sonny Corleone. Right. He, there's that scene where he goes crazy on his brother-in-law, right? He jumps in the car. He runs to the car. Right. Speeds to the toll booth impulsively. And he gets killed? And he gets killed. Right. His brother Michael, on the other hand, was, was a little more calmer and patient. And he ended up living a longer life and surviving a lot longer. So the advice I was given is don't be impulsive, don't be a Sonny, be more of a Michael. Okay. Uh, and that, oh. that's my friend Tony who told me that advice. No shit. Well, yeah. yeah. two Michaels in the room. We go with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be a there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, right. yeah. <laughs> you, hey, you don't stop at all. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I guess that... Really uh, you want to tell people how to get a hold of you, social media and... Uh... Your website, well, we did uh, yeah, uh, your website. You can go to www.cigar-coop.com. Um, it's got our all of our content and our podcasts are out there. Uh, primetime shows are on uh, all local podcast catchers. Social media, um, there's a Cigar Coop Facebook page, Cigar underscore Coop for Instagram and Twitter. So check that out. And I know we're going to have Mike on uh the first primetime show following IPCBR. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about we're that. We're really excited oh, about that. So, um, so that yeah, that's that's locked and loaded. So, yeah, we're set with that. I feel like I'm a little different on other people's podcasts and stuff, too. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, well, we could talk briefly about the uh, rebar show that you just did. Okay. What do you want to know? Well, why didn't you, turn, why didn't you awesome. turn a light on? You're sitting what? in the dark. Hey, you know, your I'm patio just, has lights. Your patio has lights. I'm getting used to these things. Right. You know? oh, okay. The Google yeah. Hangouts, for whatever reason, doesn't fucking work on my computer. Yeah, well, the good news you'll be using Zoom that night. So. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I'm glad you told me that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And get headphones with cord. A corded well, headphones. You know, what's funny is they told me to just not use headphones at all. Like it would have sounded better if I didn't use the headphones. Because oh, you sounded okay. Yeah. Oh, you're right. But but as soon as you had to switch head, because you tried to do the, do the thing where you used one, then you had one charge, so yeah. you could switch, and then, 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 then you can't yeah. switch, and then it died. Yeah. Because then you're just 
Yeah, that was yelling one that, at that them. That was one it killed out. Yeah. But they had, you know, so the first time I did the rebar, it totally, for one, the video didn't work, or the sound didn't the work. The sound didn't work at all. Um, and like, Is that a headphone problem that night, too? Um, at the end, yeah. But the uh, the other issue with it was, like, it was just kind of, I think uh, JP Fingers was a little drunker on that one than he was on this one. So, like, they had what? their shit together. Hey, I understand why he's called JP Fing- Fingers, but what's up with his hand? What, what's with the fingers? Do they say anything? I mean, they're like little nubby sausages. I don't know. You have to just have, we'll, his hand? We'll have to ask him. Oh. Well, I, I could know. ask him for you if you like. Yeah, hey, what's up with deal. your fingers? <laughs> what's up with your fucking hand, dude? What's going on? And you know, it's funny because J Dub's kind of like you, right? He's very, very. I think he's quiet or he needs to turn up his gain on his microphone or something. Yeah, because he he was hard to hear. Really? Yeah, you and the uh, the other guy were were loud. You could hear them when they prompt. Because he almost yells because his microphone's sitting next to him. Okay. So when he's back here, he sounds pretty good, and then he leans forward sometimes, and he, he cuts in. I'm, I'm, I, somebody told me this before, but I evaluate every show right. I look at. Oh, I'm be, sure you do. Because after a year now, now, I've now kind of, being the head producer of a, uh, yes, such of the, a well-established uh, podcast. Exactly. Heard nationwide in, in uh, 48, yeah. 48 states in the United States now. You guys you guys have really, I mean, I've looked at your numbers, and your numbers are pretty impressive. On, uh, so, you, you know. Thank you. They have been. That's for Thank a new you. podcast. Thanks. Great job, yeah. I mean, well, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, but, you know. That's, that's my wife. Fun. My wife says, if just think what, how good you would do if you guys actually knew what the hell you were doing. <laughs> It'd probably be ten times like, worse. I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not, honey. No, you guys are doing great. Here's the logic behind the, the dim light. Okay. All right. Because they were both lit. That's why yours look extra dark. Right. So I have two dragons at my house. Yes. One is three and one is six. They're in bed by then. What time? They don't know what the fuck bed is. <laughs> They don't give a shit well, what bed we is. we do have this lovely studio you could use with the thing right here oh, behind you. Yeah, I could have set it all up with that. Yeah, but, you know, it's later in the evening. It's like 8, 9 o'clock. I could know. meet you here to set this up. Okay. All right, all right, all right. You don't have to yell at me. But, you know, so the light kind of like, hey, fucking. Because it looked like the only light was a light from your screen. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And were you wearing pajamas? It looked like you had pajamas. I was just in a tank top. Oh. <laughs> Well then, well, then you should flex more if you're going to wear a tank top. It's like, no. Disappointing. So, yeah, I mean, it's good to know that moving forward I will I will do better on the lighting. But sure you sounded on. good. You answered all the questions well. You were well spoken. And I'm brutally honest. You are. You are brutally honest. I think that's honest. the bigger the bigger issue with podcasts, right, is like there have been some that won't see the light of day just because they were – the framework sucked. It was too – Hey, you know, um, so and so, and I really like, you know, I represent this brand, and it was just fucking too textbook, right? We we had that problem early on too, right? So like, you gotta, it's hard to yeah. kind of beat somebody out of that, right? Yeah. Um, I will definitely never be that fucking person, for sure. But you, get, you, know. you gotta be committed too. There's a lot of them that get started, and I don't know if they don't get the notoriety right away, or they they don't get the numbers they thought they would get right away. So then after. 10, 15, 20 episodes, they sort of disappear. Right. It's a marathon, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And then you know the commitment. Um, you're 71 in right now. I mean, I've seen podcasts come and go very quickly. Right. Because yeah. people realize it's work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to do it every it's week. Work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's work. Yeah. And, and it's content development. It's production. Um, so you, you have to bring your A game, so it's not easy. We're, now, we're, always, I mean, we're always changing. We're always doing something different. I mean, yeah. this is, oh, we didn't mention, this is a new setup, the table and everything from last week. Yeah, because we're we did. We, to yeah, we, yeah, we feel yeah. it didn't work. The, the three yeah. people at the table. 
so but now you actually get paid from your stuff, right? Like you do sponsors. We do sponsors. We um, do a live one in the middle. Yeah, we do. We do. We do sponsors, and that that pays the bills. Right. Um, we don't get rich off of it by any means. Of course not. Um. But you know we we have to sustain it at least. You right, know. right. We've had to increase some costs, obviously going to something like Zoom and stuff like that. So, but uh, you know, in general, we've tried to to you know make it affordable for people who want to work with us as well. Right. So um, it's worked for us. So like, do you, have you ever felt like a, a bias? Towards anybody that you had, like maybe uh, you know, like Michael doesn't want to take any type of cigar advertisers, right? Because because he's afraid it'll. Here, I, don't know. I mean, here's my logic behind: it, is like I, you know, I want to be beholden to no one, right? right? Like I have no problem talking well, about a fucking somebody with an yeah. erectile dysfunction or some shit like that, <laughs> right. you know, which is or, some of the ones I've gone after, you know, <laughs> anything like to, for that, yeah. but like Bang if, Energy Drink, we're still big with Bang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I don't, if I don't love a cigar. I mean, I guess it's one thing if you don't talk about it, right? Like, so, let's say something new drops and it's one, from one of your sponsors and you're not like, uh, you don't like it. And they want you right. to talk about the new whatever. You know, have you ever found yourself in that type of a position or something like that? No, I haven't. I mean, people will tell you, especially with the year endless, um, there's no favorites. I mean, right. Jack Taranio will tell you the story when he was with Duran uh, and I bumped them from the list and they were a sponsor. No uh, shit. Yeah, so uh, you know, it just it, it, the cigar it was it was a the limited edition Salomon. It wasn't distributed enough, and I felt it didn't make it. Right. Um. So no, I don't do that. The only time I'll say where it's a, it's an issue is if I'm sitting on some confidential information. Um. Then it becomes a little difficult, you know, if I have to talk about something. Right. So um. Which, you know, but I mean, we had to break the story on Cornelius and Anthony. That wasn't an easy story to do that. Right. Um, we broke the story about them selling the cigarette business as well. So, I mean, they're a sponsor of mine. So, but we try not to, we try not to basically get in a position where we're going to um, make the sponsor look bad. Right. Um, of course not. No. But I mean, I've been critical of cigars as well on that as well. Right. So. Um, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. So, no, the the answer is, like I said, the end of the year is always the telling thing because there's more people who are pissed off at you at the end of the year who don't make your list. Right. And every right. sponsor does not make your list. Otherwise, I'd have a, I'd have a sponsor list. Right. Yeah. <laughs> here's the cigar list, and here's the sponsor cigar So do you pay for a lot of your cigars, or, or are they uh, given to oh, you? Oh, I mean, look, there's there's we pay for a lot. I mean, if, if you see, you know, Davidoff, Viaje, don't send samples. Right. I mean, I should say Davidoff does send some, but not of some of the very limited stuff right. or some of the super premium stuff. But we do get we do get samples. It's part of the business. Right. It's part of the business. I don't. So you if know, you want to send samples into eight two nine Deltona Boulevard, right? <laughs> you know so the, the, this so idea. Exactly. You know you the, the bloggers who weren't going to the shows years ago, the IPCBR. Be, they got beat up a lot of these guys because there were other guys going there with trick or treat bags. Mm -hmm. So the guys right. who were legitimate almost felt bad about. I'm not here for cigars. Well, no, you should be there for cigars. You're there to sample the product. Right. You're right. not there to build a personal collection. I get that, but don't have guilt about getting a free sample from right. them on someone. And certainly, if you don't get a sample, by all means, you should. That shouldn't stop you from reviewing the cigar if it's something that's going to do the right thing for your website. There. Right. So I mean, like, there's, there's. I guess there's a question of notoriety with a reviewer, right? Because right. more often than not, I think what happens is from like a brand owner yeah. or a manufacturer side, somebody kind of comes along and they say, hey, I got this review site. It's like, okay. Well, I mean, I can think of like the 10 guys that I would give a cigar to without right. question. Right. And then th for all those 10 guys, there's probably 50 that just fucking open up a website. 
Oh, they looking, just started an Instagram they're looking page. They're for a free cigar, right? Yeah. Right. And that kind of sucks. It, it does. You know? It does, but at the same time, we also don't guarantee if you give us a cigar, it's going to get reviewed either. We try right. to. We try to, but we can't guarantee that either. Right. So, but usually if someone's going to take the time to do that, we'll, we'll make the certainly make the effort on that um, to do that. So... But, um, again, it shouldn't be about building your personal collection. Right. And, and most of the guys out there, I think, are, are legitimate with, with that. But we had some problems early on at IPCBR, no doubt about that. Right. Is there a new brand or a new cigar that you're excited with uh, coming out at the show that you're like, hey, I can't wait to try this? You know, I, I've been kind of underwhelmed right now. Um, right. I know E.P. Carrillo has got something for the 10th anniversary coming out that I am kind of want to see what Ernesto can do with that, considering he's had the success with that. Um, you know, obviously, I heard of uh, the Skips Cameroon is going to be get a lot of attention Baca, if that makes Baca. it. Baca is going to make get a lot of attention there. I mean, just because of that. Um, but in general, innovation's been kind of down, so there's not something that's I think going to be revolutionary at the show this year. Right. I think something will come out of the show that I'll be surprised about, saying this was a really, really good cigar. Okay. Kind of danced around, but I think you know. I think when Roma, but I think Roma Curve coming out with a Cameroon, that's a big deal. Right. That's a big deal. I mean, and and he's just yes, he's a small brand, but he's got a huge following. For sure. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much concludes what all I got. Do you have anything else to add? No, Mr. it's just uh, been a, quite Sweaty the pleasure Man? having another. Yeah, sweaty. I'm not sweating anymore. Uh, another podcast guy on the show because I haven't once had to tell him to get on the microphone. Right. He's, he's a professional. He's a professional. I don't he know about that. Good. I don't know about that. He's been well, doing it for had, a decade. We've had, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Probably you didn't tell us to stay on the microphone. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, appreciate no, thanks you for the opportunity time. as well. Thank uh, you very thanks much. Thanks for the hot, great hospitality here uh, last couple of days as well. Of course, man. Um, this is uh, folks haven't gotten to Cigar Hustler. Stop here. It's it's worth the trip. Thanks, um, man. Great people, yeah. Yeah, so, John, John's cool. I mean, uh, you did mention you were trying to move. Are you going to move down here to Florida? Well, I'm working on it. Working on it. <laughs> so the idea is my day job. I can move wherever I want. Um, right. I would love to live in, if I go to Miami, right, not my ideal, but I'm closer to the industry. Right. My wife, I get to go to Miami. But this wouldn't be a bad compromise to be three and a half hours from Miami. Well, D'Antono is what the epicenter of these. It is the epicenter of the You know, I was telling my father, I said, no, this this place, Hustler, it's like, it's legit. This is, this, <laughs> they're, big, they're a big deal. I'm like, like everyone in the industry knows, knows of these guys. So, like I said, I thought you guys were out in, by the Daytona Beach, so this was a nice surprise. Yeah, awesome. All right, I guess that's it then. Yeah, hey, dude, again, thank you so thank much. You so thank much. you so much for the opportunity. All right. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from the Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. To refuse charges, thank you for using TNetics. This has been a Cigar Hustlers podcast, a Mike and Mike production. Be sure to listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. for all new episodes with some of the biggest names in the cigar industry. You can follow the guys on Instagram at Cigar Hustler for Mikey and FCC underscore Mike for Mike 2. You can also follow the show on Instagram at a Cigar Hustler podcast and on the Facebook page and the all-new YouTube channel. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on whichever podcast provider you choose. Thanks for listening.